Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, I'm pissed. I'm oh, pissed. What? Zach, a, day, a day off yesterday, and the offense comes out like this. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yep. I'm Nathaniel Hacker right now. <laughs> Welcome into the DNVR Broncos podcast. Yeah, I'm not pissed. I can never be pissed, especially okay, after say. watching Broncos, especially after hanging out with Hank mm-hmm. and my guy Ryan Green today filling in for Ryan Koningsberg. We always have to have Ryan on the show, so it's thanks, the thanks Ryan, for filling in. It's the Ryan seat. Yeah, that actually, Ryan. Yep, yep, that is, that today, after practice, we were supposed to talk to DJ Jones, yep. and we did talk to KJ Hamler. It's We kind of take a similar tone on this. You either got to have RK or RG on the show. I like that. I like that. I, I, I feel like KJ Hamler of the show. Oh. Yeah, my knee's been a little... No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, where's the brace? Yeah, oh... It only comes on when I play basketball. That's because that's I'm an old man. <laughs> so today we talked to KJ Hamler. He's off the PUP, which is a great sign to see. Uh, and we'll dive into some more KJ stuff. But he said he's still the fastest guy on the team, even with his brace on. And he's running 21 to 23 miles an hour. What do you think you guys could hit? Oh, God. Oh, wow. So they had <laughs> next Before to my, my hamstrings detached from my body. Um, you, you can put a brace on. I'll give you a brace. Oh, uh, man. Not help I would be hammy. so happy. I, it would be a lot like that office scene, right? Where we're like exactly. running by. It would be, yeah, exactly. I'd be, I'd be happy with 15. If there was one 15. of those across the street from my high school. So we used to just go like run uh, by it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what's really sad is when you run by it and it doesn't light up. And yeah. you're like, oh, no. And you can't even register. <laughs> yeah. I was hitting like a 16 back then. I think I'm like a. 13 now the thing is like 14 seems bold 13 seems <laughs> like a big well. like a big gap from 16 right it does it certainly does yeah they need halves have man on those things yeah that means you're slow if, if you're yeah. tracking <laughs> kilometers <laughs> kilometers yes, yes, that yeah. would that would oh, i wonder if you could flip ego. it into kilometer mode and run by <laughs> do we think yeah and catch a photo of that yeah do we think kj no one followed up if you said miles per hour, did he actually say miles That's per fair. hour? Or did he just say twenty-one? Uh, to, uh, if he know. isn't running twenty-one to twenty-three <laughs> miles per hour, what is he doing on this team? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a I think he might be the funniest guy on the team. I would yeah. keep him around. He's yeah. right up there. Yeah, Garrett Bowles, but in a very different sort of way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. I think we were all taken back talking to KJ today after practice because he is one of the funniest guys on mm-hmm. the team. Uh, and he opened up just about his struggles this past year mentally, even mentioned potentially uh, taking his own life at one point mm-hmm. because it just got so intense for him with the injuries, with losing his mm-hmm. grandma. And, and I think, Hank, you're going to detail that on the EDNVR.com later Yeah, today. you know, I was talking about on the way out. Like, you know, you go into that. Like, I came into the day as soon as we saw the news thinking like, okay, my job, 
I got to write the story about KJ Hamler coming back to practice mm-hmm. and talk about, you know, what it's like sitting out there with the clipboard last week, taking notes, doing that sort of thing. And then, you know, things kind of took the turn and got a little bit deeper. So that's a, it's not the story that I anticipated no. writing today, but well, that's what we're going to be doing is kind of digging into the stuff that he had to say. I mean, really, do you expect an athlete to open up like that? You no, know? that is they, true. They definitely say, yeah, it was hard. And, yeah. you know, a lot of them would say, mm-hmm. you don't even know the half of it, but he was open. Like yeah. he was yeah. just straight up talking and I'm, I'm glad I, it, Seemed like he was, went for thirty minutes yep. talking, but I don't think anyone was upset about that. No, not not at not at all. No. And one of the coolest things that he said was he's this happy person. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks oh, he's yeah. the happiest guy, but he said it's important to ask for help. And I just think it's yeah. it's a really good reminder to everyone. Mm-hmm. This guy, former second round pick, just an absolute stud. Seems like he has everything together. He wasn't afraid to ask for help when things got right. tough and said he needed it. And I just think that's a really important message for, for everyone to remember. Totally. Again, like just not not the way you expected this day to go. Yeah. Like not the story you expect. You know, I show up saying like, okay, I'm going to ask the question about the clipboard. And then instead you're asking questions like, yeah, so who did you talk to when right. you were going through that? Like that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Some heavy stuff. Yeah, very heavy stuff. So I look forward to, to hearing that. And let's dive into what happened on the football field because that was also very interesting. Some twists and turns there. But got to give a shout out to our presenting sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. We're using the code DNVR and you'll get a sign up or a potential, or was it a free bet? No, not a free bet, a risk free bet. There you go. <laughs> up to $1,000 by using that code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And so, guys, today, Broncos had yesterday off after four mm-hmm. straight practices. Mm-hmm. Their first day off after training camp has started. And the offense was bad. Yeah. The offense was bad g- g- yeah. coming out. Yes, to, to, to put it lightly, um, there was just nothing going on at the beginning of practice. Right. I said, like, the first day, I was surprised that it didn't seem like this team had any, like, rust to knock off. Mm-hmm. Uh, today was that day. Yeah, that I yeah, could yeah, tell. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay, they've been used to running routes in Russ's backyard, but now the pads are actually on. It wasn't full contact. That's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they just looked like they were, like, kind of getting their wheels under them. And the defense, I mean... <laughs> That defense, (laughs) I I am getting more and more confident with that defense and all all three units the more I see them. Yeah, I I completely agree. And it really started on the first play, but do have to say that you you brought up pads were on today. And so today was a shells day, which means helmets and shoulder pads. And I asked Nathaniel Hackett, okay, how does it change tomorrow when they're actually wearing pants uh, with pants with the pads? And he pretty much said pants are just a mindset thing. So (laughs) he was talking about today kind of being like pads were really on. Yeah. the first time yeah. and like ah, nothing's really gonna change tomorrow that much and it started the very first play of practice and this is probably where nathaniel started to get a little pissed uh russ drops back to pass looks for Cortland sutton deep Cortland yep. has a step oh. half step on pat sertan something you rare. don't say very yes often. very rare <laughs> Russ underthrows it just a little bit, so Cortland slows down, doesn't have to turn around or anything, allows Pat to catch up to him, but still, the ball hits him right in the chest, he has it with both of his mm-hmm. hands, comes down to the ground really hard, and the ball pops out. Yeah. That was rough. And you know, again, it's just so weird seeing anybody get any sort of separation, any sort of position on Sertan. Like, it's kind of just mind-boggling, even when it's a situation like that where, you know, I'm not sure what was happening at the line of scrimmage, but there was nobody any deeper than them there was like no safety there's nobody like within five yards not even like of them but just that far downfield yeah and so it's just those two all alone at that hash mark 
and Sutton has inside position. You're like, oh, this is this is the chance. Yeah. He's yeah. he's gonna beat Sertan for the first yeah. time in camp. Yeah, and he's just like, ah, he goes to the ground, and you're so, until until he hit the ground and the ball yeah. bounced out. You thought it was a catch. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, I think we're talking about how underwhelming Cortland has been. Mm-hmm. Can you flip that and say, you know what, that might have been positive. He did have a step on Pat Sertan. And yeah. <laughs> I, I, honestly, the first thing I was disappointed that he dropped it, but then I was like, oh, I hope he gets up because it was yeah, a hard, and he was yeah, slow yeah, to get up. I was like, was. oh boy, of course, first yeah. day of pads, yeah, Cortland's yeah. gonna get hurt somehow. And yeah. so uh, I was, I was happy about that. But again, like, like you said, it's rare, especially deep. But Sertan, yeah. it doesn't seem like you're gonna be beating no. him vertically. No. Um, so I, I mean, there could be some encouragement there, but yeah, it was like, and that whole battle all day. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and it continued. It did continue. It's just so incredible watching those guys go at it because they're both so big. Yeah. Like they're so big That's and so right. fast. So you stand right there and it's like, what are these humans? <laughs> like, are these even humans? <laughs> and so you have that yeah. one. You have uh, the, 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 the one time that Sutton actually did get him was the first play, second play. Well, the first few plays, they started those red zone drills 20 even, yards out. Even before that, though, you're, you're jumping the gun a yeah. bit because for that, it's about true. four plays after that first bomb, Russ said oh. Cortland had him that first time. I'm going to try it again, which yeah. I loved that he was yeah. showing confidence, wanted to do it again on Pat Sertan. Just don't. don't, don't <laughs> like, if you beat Pat right. Sertan once, yeah, you got to capitalize. Yeah. And if you don't capitalize, just don't try again. And just don't that. try again. And, and they did. Sertan was not half a step behind. He was like half a step ahead. Again, it just looked yeah. like he was the intended receiver, and he just timed it perfectly. It was a deep ball down the left sideline. Not as deep as the first one, but a jump ball. Pat swats it away before Cortland can do anything. There was nothing Cortland could have done to catch that. It was a pretty good ball, and Pat Sertan was just Pat Sertan. You just see, he likes this little guy. It reminds me of, like, you know those squirrels that, like, they puff out in their arms, like the flying squirrels? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he's like one of those where it's like, oh, just a little, little squirrel coming through here, and then, bang, he just gets so wide, and all of a sudden, like, there's like, he... If that ball could have been 13 feet in the air and he would have knocked yeah. that away. It's yeah. just like, what is what is happening? There's just no way to get the ball by him. Yep, it, it's it's very true. And then, so, more struggles, more tips. Josie Jewell actually had yeah. a Josie. fantastic tip. I mean, th- th- this was uh, pat- padded, or no, not padded, pass broken up you today for the Broncos <laughs> defense because Josie was getting in on the action. Russ tried to hit uh, Judy coming across the middle. Josie, it seemed like he jumped 12 feet in the air, yep. which I didn't know, like, <laughs> he was possible of uh <laughs> yep. got a hand on it broke it up there were a couple of other tipped balls at the at uh by the secondary as well they were the ones breaking it up and then it was with the second team unit where mm-hmm. baron browning got a sack then mm-hmm. right after that there was a false start on the offensive line mm-hmm. and hackett was losing it behind the scenes. Did, did you guys catch him losing it? No, I didn't. I missed uh, yeah. the anger. I did uh, not get to see. I wish, because I, I was curious as to if yeah. this dude could get angry. Yep. So yeah. I am, I'm kind of upset that <laughs> I missed yelling at him. Yep, yep. And he said that he, w- he was building frustration throughout practice, and Russ sensed it. And right after that false start, Hackham must have said something that Russ heard. And yeah. Russ gathered not just the first team, not just the second team, but every single player on offense had a talk with them for 30 seconds or so, and then they broke into a red zone period, and, and Hank, that's where uh, things started to turn oh, around. Things did start to turn around. <laughs> that was so much fun. You know, we, we watched a clip, and I've, I've mentioned this a little bit before, but that's where Cortland Sutton got behind Pat Sertan for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching it and just like, 
oh wow he's got separation on sertan deep like oh my yeah. god what did i just see like is this a half speed period did i miss something here and and kale like pulled up the clip while we we're sitting here earlier and was like oh that was pretty good coverage mm-hmm. and it's like <laughs> that was pretty good coverage isn't it but because it's pat sertan when right. you see like yeah he had three quarters of a step on that man yeah, yeah. it's like yeah that's a whoa there was a there was a Pat window okay. to make that play for a six foot <laughs> yeah. four receiver yeah. if you yeah. put it in behind him back of the end zone. Yeah. And I mean, that's what it takes to beat that guy. And yeah. and that's a play that Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson can make. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's the one that he absolutely should be making. Absolutely. And it was second and eight from the 18 yard line. And Cortland yep. ran to the left side and just, just beat Sertan. Like you said, didn't like crush him, no. but, but had enough of a step on him where he got a touchdown the very next play. It's Jerry Judy going yep. from the right side to the left side. And Wide right open. after he pops through the middle, He's the only guy on yeah. the left yeah. side of the field. Wide open. And Russ easily finds him for a touchdown. So I like that. I'm like, okay, we're getting some momentum Red zone. here. Red yes. zone scoring, guys. Where it counts. And I'm like, okay, defense dominated the first half. Maybe we're going to have to change this. Maybe the offense is going to win the day. But Russ's speech only lasted in the red zone <laughs> yep. period because the rest of practice was worse, in my opinion, okay. than yes. the beginning of yes. practice. Wow. Because what concerned me about the rest of practice was I think there was three or four team periods, and pretty much every single pass was either a slant, a very quick pass within two yards of the line of scrimmage, or screens. They threw like four mm-hmm. or five screens, mm-hmm. and there were so many incompletions. I mean, we're not talking about no, like yeah. the first play of the day where it's a 50-yard pass down the down the middle of the field that gets broken up and, and hits the ground. No, we're talking about easy passes yep. that were not being completed. Two of them from Russell Wilson that you we were standing together. They were just confusing to look at. Yeah. One a little bubble screen, maybe the five-yard line, eight-yard line is where it starts. Mm-hmm. This little bubble screen type thing, the Cortland Sutton, and, and Russ throws it like he's running kind of upfield yeah like three yards upfield mm-hmm. and you throw it and it hits the ground you're just like what just happened yeah. i can't remember which defensive back was there but i thought he had the better angle on the ball <laughs> yes, like i was totally. like if had your eyes been on it you yeah. may have had yeah. it so, that, yeah, that was no, one where you're right just like it. what the hell and then the other one was the out route that, that's another one i think it was from the eight where sutton runs up to the goal line cuts out and that's her tan on him yep and he gets the angle yep rush just leads him too far and you're like wait this is like two passes, two of the last three, four passes. Yep. They're just clean misses from Russ. Yep. Now, at the end of that period, the special teamers go do whatever they have to do, and Russ stays behind with Sutton, and they work on that throw. And we were watching that part together. It's like, he also he missed that bubble screen throw a couple more <laughs> like, times yes, right there, yes, and, yes, and then did. got him in the hands. And then they, they work on that out route afterward, yep. and uh, he, he he leaves the first one behind him, and you're just like, is 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 everything okay here? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not what's supposed to look like. But it's then the he pads. hit him on it. It's like... The pads. I guess. Shoulder movement. Come on, Hank. He's just getting, you're getting used yeah. to it. And, and again, it's not like... I'm not concerned by it in any way. <laughs> mm-hmm. But It, it sounds like you're things. hitting the panic button. I know. Okay? But I just want to be very clear. I'm not hitting the panic button. But you see it and you're just like... What? Huh. Have, what, what, is, what is that? Especially those two passes yeah. to Cortland in the red zone that maybe they're not touchdowns, but they're completions, and they're, they're just so far off. But that was my biggest positive takeaway from today was Russ's leadership. Totally. Now we are seeing it. And, and mm-hmm. we've seen yep. it through social media, him doing things off the field, him taking his teammates to places. But this was on the field things two different times in one practice. He gathers the entire offense yep. together, regroups them, and then it works with an immediate response the following play in the following period. And then another time where one-on-one, 
him and Cortland stay, do some extra work when special teams is going on. And as crazy as it is, that's just not something we've seen. Like m- yeah. maybe Trevor Simeon or Drew Locke, maybe <sighs> that is too much to gather the entire offense. Yeah. But we haven't even seen like the, okay, we just messed that period up. Let's just stay one-on-one. That's like stuff any quarterback should do, yeah. but apparently not. Apparently you have to be like a Hall of Famer, and, and the Broncos finally have that. All of that stuff, you you just have to have it, and it seems so obvious, but there's so many so many quarterbacks who don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like like the, the Kirk Cousins stuff that just came out. You know, first of all, it started with like the GM going to reporters and saying like, yeah, we don't have a Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. Or it's like the one thing maybe we could wonder about is should we just blow up that quarterback position? But the other thing that happened yesterday was Justin Jefferson came out and said like, yeah, you know, we're not worried about it. But, you know, the receivers organized a passing camp down in Florida. And, you know, he's he's a he's a family guy. So he takes his off season for himself. He didn't want to come down. And you see, it's like that's Kirk Cousins. And if the, I, it's not a line where it's like uh, anybody above Teddy Bridgewater is doing right, that sort of right, thing. Right. It's like there's there's this elite group of guys who, first of all, just understand that that's their role, but then also have the the, the clout to to mm-hmm. actually make all these things happen. And Russell Wilson's one of them, and hopefully that turns out to be valuable. It definitely looks like it. A good thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that Russell Wilson's also a family guy. Yet yes. he still finds <laughs> yes. time yeah. for his teammates. And in fact, is it fair to say Sierra uh, photobombed our video earlier oh, today? Oh yeah, after yeah. practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. can we got that? <laughs> Yo, oh, check boy. check this out. Let's see. Sierra, Hank will never be more talking points of camp. Pat Sertan pretty much dominating out there. Portland Sutton a little bit quiet. Uh, today the battle starts. It's a one-on-one downfield, no safety safety help, nothing. You've got Sertan on uh, Sutton, and Sertan's oh, breaking inside. Yeah. The priority's here, priority's here. <laughs> I love, uh, Ryan, you handled that perfectly. Anytime there's a chance to put Sierra on camera, you, you got to put her there. Well, I so I saw the a group of people walking out, and you can see me trying to get them out of the frame because I'm like, oh, they're going to yeah. make some <laughs> All right. yep. And it wasn't until they started walking by, I was like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, they, and that's they, when they, I was like, I'm <laughs> done with Hank. Yeah. <laughs> I was done with me no too. No one yeah. cares yeah. anymore. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, what a photo bomb. Yeah, like, well, yeah, what a photo. And then, I mean, Sierra, she was asked for autographs right there, and she gave autographs. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. well, and then there's the guy who's been there at least half the times that we've been out there who I guess has been trying to get his jersey signed by Future Junior. Yeah. Uh, so who is eight? Did you see so the jersey that he was showing us? Yeah. Uh, do, do you know that the one part that just annoys the, the hell orange out of me, yes, number on the white? Thank you. Oh <laughs> that dude was so ha- so he has so this proud. he has this Russell Wilson jersey. Half of it is a Broncos home jersey. Half of it is a Broncos away jersey. On the away side, the numbers are usually blue. It the numbers were orange over here. But he was so happy, yeah. and he was like showing it off yeah. so much. I didn't. I was not gonna say anything. I was not gonna be like, "Yeah, it's bootleg." By the way, um, but uh, but yeah, no, good for that guy. It's and, like, how uh, does that happen? Like, like the the number is just orange. Like, we know better than that. Like, I would have never picked up on that. Really? Oh, oh, I was like the never. first. I know. No, I know. That's the only reason it. I kept talking. To him. I was like, looking at, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, I was just staring at the jersey. Like, yeah, blah, 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 future junior. Get it signed by future two, and nobody have that. Yeah, I'm sure also, he's gonna sign the Russell yeah. Wilson jersey. Also, why do you want the kid signature? He's eight. Yeah. Right? What, what, does he even know English? Does he know how to spell his name? <laughs> I don't, right. wow. It's gonna Imagine be gross. That. I thought he even mentioned Win's name, which is. Russ's youngest son who's like two 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's signing. He just that, cleans buddy. the spit up. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's yeah. all that's... I need. Bro, but that's what happens when you got Sierra yeah. and Russell Wilson sure. hanging yes. around all day. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, if you see the autograph sessions after practice, that is actually not a surprising move. By yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. they are. Oh man, wild. What were you saying about there. the flags? Oh yeah, so on on Saturday uh, for uh, get back to get back back together back, back together, together Saturday yeah. Yeah, get back together. Um, they handed out flags for the fans, you know, whatever. And a lot of them were just cooling each other off uh, with them. But what they didn't uh, under us, or what they didn't think would happen was when the players were autographing them, people would be shoving their flags out mm. to have them signed. Mm. And so literally, it was like he was being prodded. Oh no! Because they were trying to get them signed. It was. Uh, I'm not blaming the Broncos. It was just an unforeseen circumstance oh. that I found kind of. Funny. I don't think they'll be doing that next year. No yeah. towels. Yes, towels, towels for sure. And then towels are going to be just thrown. <laughs> on oh yeah. They, they threw footballs. Yeah, yeah they. Boy, <laughs> yeah. people. Really really want his autograph yes, was russell do. signing autographs again today yeah every Five, day every so day. this is just what he does every day he signs yeah. autographs i'm amazed That's, i cannot believe he hasn't tapped uh, out yet it's <laughs> so cool and i yeah. think every day but one the first thing he does out when he comes from the tunnel to start practice is he mm-hmm. goes straight to the fans yeah. and it's so smart it's yeah. such a cool thing to do gets him up and so he's the first one or he the first thing he does is meet fans and the last thing he does yeah. is sign yeah. autographs pretty cool he gets it yep he, he certainly get gets it and uh someone else that gets it our friends over at breckenridge brewery yeah. i mean they just put out great beer after great beer after great beer palisade peach it is that time for a delicious yes, beer strawberry is. sky i mean guys we could have been crushing them today out of oh. broncos it was so hot who says i wasn't yeah there we go and you just can't go wrong with any breckenridge beer no. uh wherever you are and so if you want some and you're not in denver we'll go to breck beer locator to find the closest liquor store bar to you where you can get your hands on some delicious breckenridge beer so check them out at breckbrew.com and the American Raptors. That is our local rugby team. I just and, went to a game yeah. or a match. Oh, really? Sorry, a match a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's a match. Yeah, it's a match. Interesting. Learn something new on this podcast <laughs> every day. How was the match? Um, uh, honestly, if if you were like kind of itching for like that football contact, oh. go see one of those mm. games. It's just it's really fun. It's different. It's not the same uh-huh. game. I'm not saying it, it's as entertaining, but they are. It's just fun to watch. And mm-hmm. a lot of the players are former football players on the, on yes. the Raptors. So yeah. I, it's just oh, you'll see a name. You're like, oh wait, I kind of. Mm, so, I like that. I, I thought it was. I would have preferred ten degrees cooler, but it was still very fun. <laughs> that is. I, I'm not gonna lie. There have been like that walk. Like after practice, we're like walking up the road. You're like walking, you're starting to get the dirt. Everything's pavement, everything's hot. Two days in a row, two two practices in a row. I've been thinking like, why do I live here? (laughs) Which is wild because for all forever, could be going Arizona Cardinals. Oh my god, no, that is the wrong direction. But for so long, it's like yeah, Colorado, perfect weather. It's like Mm -hmm. it's nice, not too bad in the winter. It's not too, but no, it's it gets hot out here. But that's not the point. It sounds like he wants to transfer to Montana and go cover the Grizzlies. And you all make fun of me when I'm complaining about the summertime. No, no. Yeah. It's... Day, days like today, I'm on your side, Kale. Good point, the, Kale. The sun hurt today. Yeah. Any thoughts on corn, Kale? Mm. Iowa sweet corn's the best. Okay. Um, no, that's not what I was no, thinking. Someone about. in the comment section's chiming in. Cool. That we'll get to oh, later. good. Oh, good. I'm just excited <laughs> for that. But yeah, American Raptors, it's incredible. Free tickets. Go to their website. Go to Infinity Park. It's Again, free tickets to see pro sports. Yeah. How could you beat that? Yep. And if you want to leave a comment on this pod, go to uh-huh. thednvr.com. Become a member with us. And that's one of the perks you get to tell Kale 
that Colorado Aletha sweet, sweet corn <laughs> is better than any <laughs> Iowa corn. Yeah, but kale. seriously, if you want to leave your comments on our podcast, go to thednvr.com, become a member. And if you sign up for an annual membership, you get a free t-shirt of your choice. You also get all of our awesome coverage. I've already dropped a piece on what happened to practice mm-hmm. today. We've already dropped uh, a recap on YouTube already mm-hmm. of this practice. We've got this pod going on. So make sure to cover all of our channels. Uh, what do we have? We've got TikTok. We've got YouTube. We've got Instagram. Obviously, we've got Twitter. Follow us everywhere. DNVR Broncos or DNVR Sports to get it all. Okay, guys, let's hop to our super producer, Kale, for our ride-ometer today. Oh, we kind of broke I'm it so down interested in this one. at where we're at now. Let's see where he goes. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh. Hmm. Okay, so this is yeah. another three. He's got a three every single practice. Are you guys concerned? I'd have given him a two. Mm. I, it's no, two no easier than four. I, look, it's, it, I'm, again, just you have some bad days at practice. Today was a bad day, I think. <gasps> those I, two misses. Uh, those two misses. And like you said, it, uh, the, the bubble screens that he kept missing, I was like, oh, yep. okay. Yeah. It was just like not what i expected it's not something i am expecting going forward i was just like this is not good today that was just so weird yeah like when it's just like Cortland sutton all alone there's like working on it the Mm -hmm. two of them there's nothing going on he throws and it's like oh he hit him in the feet right 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 right. what like like what that one was (laughs) i mean you and i looked at each other and were like what what just happened Yeah. yeah Uh, and, and I think of a two would have been fair. Uh-huh. Why I was okay, and I think why Hank agreed by bumping up to three was the intangibles that's, and then the two touchdowns. Yep. But, I mean, if he didn't have those two touchdowns, exactly, we'd be talking a one at tops. Ooh, I don't know, I don't yeah. know if right. zero is possible on the right <laughs> but it But, I mean, it was, uh, it was a bad day. Yeah. Um, outside of the intangibles and leadership he showed and those two touchdown passes, which... It's not like they were 50-yard touchdowns. Now, they no. were in the red zone, so it's a trickier area to work in. Totally. We're talking about an 18-yard touchdown and a 20-yard touchdown. So it was really an underwhelming day uh-huh. for me from the offense, from Russ specifically. So now I got to know, what did Russ cook? What was he oh, cooking shit. up today? All right. Our special guest, you want to go first, or you want, you want some time to think about it? Uh, yeah, Let me. I'll go first. Okay. Russ was cooking up a, a, a nice meal from In-N-Out. Mm. you know oh that's so good you know what i'm saying because i when i expected really big things yeah and then a couple bites in and some fries in i actually had to huddle my friends up and say hey did you say this was good (laughs) did you say this was a this was a life-changing meal ryan konigsberg isn't on here today you (laughs) fill in and you take his role exactly (laughs) such a ryan yeah i was expecting something and then it was like oh Mm. i i didn't hate it but it was i don't you know i'm not gonna join a cult over it it got the job done enough yes yeah there was some subs there was enough sustenance and for you not liking it, it definitely left you wanting more. Yes. Well, I, I wanted a milkshake. Right. I didn't get oh, my milkshake. I, have you ever had a milkshake there? Yeah. They're good there. I, that's what I'm saying. I just didn't get the milkshake. I got the mm, fries. Fair. Mm. Oh, just the fries. No, I got the oh, burger okay. too, but the, the burger's burger underwhelming okay. as well. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Hank, how do you follow uh, that up? I think... Uh, it reminds me of one of the smoothies my girlfriend makes. Oh, no. Oh. Just stop there, Hank. Just stop there. Cut his mic off, Didn't Kale. you just give him a two? Hank! <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, like, it's a smoothie. Like, there's berries. There's bananas. 
and you're just like, okay, that's pretty good. And those are the touchdowns. She also put spinach in it. And he was like, why oh, is there you spinach? You I'm now on your side. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, and then the spinach is kind of like a, a two-sided deal, right? Because obviously it makes things taste worse. And those are the mispasses. On the other hand, though, it's good for you. And maybe it's good for Russell Wilson to be, okay. you know, everybody get in here, do this thing. And while I didn't like it, I could see how there's value <laughs> down the road in that decision being made. That uh, you defended that well. Yeah, you, that was, you, you saved yourself. I, I, thought that was, I thought you were getting very familiar with sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah, but you, I, I think I, you saved it. I think he realized he got himself into hot water at first and was like, "How can I get out of this?" Uh, and to me, I'm gonna go down the spinach route as well, Hank. Wow, big spinach um, day. He got a chicken salad, like or, or a salad with chicken on it. But what comes out is actually two chicken tenders on top of the salad. (laughs) Have you ever got that? So it's a nice little surprise. You're like, oh, this is good. But then what you don't realize is that all it is is spinach underneath. There's nothing else. And the chicken tenders, when they put them on the salad, were crispy hot. Mm -hmm. So what did they do? They ruined all of the spinach that was touching it. So what you got was two good things. You got two good chicken tenders. And then a lot of spinach and then a lot of like, gross spinach Mm. yeah (laughs) and that's kind of what today was i mean there was uh, a good foundation there from russ like you're saying with the spinach Uh it gets you through the day uh and uh, good chicken tenders two good things and then the rest was just like i never want that (laughs) (laughs) and uh, that's kind of how today was uh for the offense on the defensive side though uh i mean it's just, again, it's Pat Sertan. Now, he did yeah, give man. up one touchdown to, to Cortland Sutton. Yep. That's going to happen. But then everything else from the secondary was within 10 yards. And I feel like that's just what we're saying day in and day out here is maybe one deep pass. And when I say deep pass, 30-yard pass or today 20-yard passes. And then everything else was, was really short. Now, do you think with all of the incompletions we saw today that may have been by design? Where they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, the Pat Shermer <laughs> special. Right, before we get downfield, let's make sure we can do the basics here, guys. Oh. Like, was it that kind of... You know, if any of these coaches on this staff say anything like that, they're going to lose pretty much everything. Yep. They're going to be they're gonna be given the Pat Shermer treatment. Yep. Maybe that's something that's we should have asked Hackett. Yeah. Been like, oh. Maybe maybe they just couldn't handle the downfield stuff. Maybe Hackett saw some of the bubble screens and was like, "Hey, let's do some slants here, guy." Let's, uh... Yeah, I do kind of wish, like, I in hindsight, I wish I would have asked him, just like, what what went through your mind when you saw Russell Wilson miss those passes? Because I don't, again, like, it's not concern. It's just like, yeah, yeah, what? Everyone's human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was different. That that's that's for sure. Um, maybe the play of the day for me. Was from Eric Tomlinson. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, when he had. <laughs> there was only one, I feel like. Yeah. He, <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was just like drills or in the team period. Yeah, so remember, Eric, Eric Tomlinson gets one catch per year. <laughs> yeah. I think he had that catch today in, in, in training camp. It was, what, a three yard out yeah. route. And Russ, again, did not throw a very good ball. No. But because Eric Tomlinson's 6'7, 263 pounds, he has giant arms, he was able to tip it to himself. Yep. And then make a diving catch to get the ball yeah and again like a five yard gain or something mm-hmm. and it's nothing huge but again like it is one of those things where you're just like yeah that he is an nfl tight end like 
he's a big guy. You you think of oh he's he's massive. a big guy. Like you yes. think of him as just like he's he's the big blocker in there. That's what he does. And you're like, also he is an NFL tight end. Like <laughs> he's got like he will catch two. some footballs. But yeah, I mean that was a really great play. He get five yards. Who cares? But that was also a play. And I uh, if I remember correctly, and I've been seeing it a lot during training camp, is really quick bootlegs. It's a, mm. it's, it's not like fake it and then run that way. It's yeah. fake it, turn around and throw it. Like yeah. it, it's that, that I think it was one of those. And I was like, Oh, I, I, those are some really fast play action passes. I, I assume are for short yardage gains. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's pretty hard to, to get on Eric Tomlinson and you know, out position <laughs> okay. that big guy. But um, it certainly is. it's just something even I've seen Josh Johnson run some of them where it's just like yeah. fake it and immediately turn around and throw it. Bang. But- yeah. And, and and Henry, you pointed to this pretty much every single day, just the different things that are being done with this offense and how exciting is that's kind yeah. of a difference there, Ryan, of something that you just don't typically see. Uh, we can't go too much into that. Yeah. That's about the only thing the Broncos say. You can't tell, like, oh. formation. <laughs> Am I going to get taken away here? That's totally fine. One of the things <laughs> one of the things that I think I can say that, that I noticed today, maybe for the first time, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams yeah. both in the backfield. Okay. I don't think I can get into the details of exactly what happened. But it was it was a creative play, and I really liked it. Okay. Yeah, I think like I wish, you know, it feels like after at least like the first couple shows, I'm saying like, oh, I wish we could have talked about this. I wish we could talked about that because there yeah. is so much cool stuff happening, and and you know, can't get in the details, but you do a few times a day think, wow, those last guys never would have done that. Like that <laughs> that is way cooler than anything we've seen here in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and again, like they're still installing stuff too. And, and we're reaching the end of that period, so we've probably seen most of it. But I don't think this is a staff that you know, it's like, oh, here's here's the fun plays and that's it. You yeah. know, one of the things when I was at CU, the new offensive coordinator Mike Sanford was saying was, you know, our offense is gonna change all season. Like we're gonna be watching all these games every Saturday, all these games every mm. Sunday too, and see what what we like that people are doing, and we're just gonna take that. That's smart. And like that feels like this staff too, where it's like, oh, look at what they're doing there, look what they're doing there, yeah. and just taking all of the best things that you can take. It's so much fun just to watch them. <laughs> yeah, it it, it is it is here. fun. A couple of other notes that I took from today, and I can get anything else that you guys want to talk about too. But a saying Bassy. Yeah. was the one to get the start in nickel for K1 Williams, mm-hmm. who is going to miss a couple of days. They're going to play it safe with him, but good mm-hmm. thing is no major injury yep. for K1. K1, or is saying Bassey, the one to get that step, not necessarily OJ Moody. So when they go into a nickel package, OJ Moody is not the first one that's going to be coming in if someone's injured. Yeah, I mean, especially in that nickel spot. Because again, like he's an outside guy. And and you could you could work things around. You know, Sertan can play anywhere. If you're going up against Devontae Adams and they're playing Devontae Adams in the slot, then why not throw mm-hmm. throw Sertan in there? Um, but you, you kind of hamstring yourself a bit. Uh, Caden Stearns, he can play. Like, you have options, but this is the first time where we've gotten to see, like, oh, this isn't us just talking about all the different things they could do. It's like, oh, that's... That's what they chose for day one. Right. That's what right. they chose. Yep, exactly. Uh, another takeaway that I had today um, was Baron Browning. I already okay. talked about one of his sacks that yeah. he had. He had two sacks on the day today. Malik Reed still getting the start at mm-hmm. outside linebacker opposite Bradley Chubb. But if Randy Gregory's going to miss a lot more time, I think we see Baron Browning start to get reps with the ones and potentially start to get starting reps with the ones because he's a guy that he he – has done everything so far to prove it. And if you're not going to be able to count on Randy Gregory this year, 
Malik Reed is a really good situational pass rusher. He's not yep. an every down guy. So you have to find that every down guy. And Baron Browning so far is doing everything to me to be that guy on the outside opposite Bradley Chubb if you're not going to have Randy. No, I totally agree. That's a fair point. Yeah, that's just a big, strong man out there. Again, like his best traits are probably just like the bend around the edge and, and maybe even just like the strength at the point of attack on the edge. Right. And so it's easy to look back at last year and be like, oh, he was playing pretty well. It's taking a risk to move him. But when you're playing him at inside linebacker, you might be taking away his two biggest strengths. And that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> Ooh, also, jumping right. back to OJ Mudia, there was one play where he just got cooked. I think Rippin hit Brandon Johnson over the top for a touchdown. Again, it's like that 20-yard yep, range right yep, there. That's not... I think it's one play, and it's not like I've been tuned into OJ Moody every play, so I can say like, ah, you know, consistently he's giving things up. But it does catch your eye right there. It does. Mm-hmm. It, it it certainly does. And really quick, we just got another massive rant or another massive super chat from Gregory. Gregory. <laughs> Fifty dollars. Thank go. you so much, Randy. Yeah. Gre- Randy Gregory. Gregory. <laughs> we typically get to super chats in the Gregory's third, making me Randy. With, yes, exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Gregory, famously at least seven. Yes, seven or older. Seven or older. Yeah, exactly. Narrow that down. We really he appreciate that, Gregory. With Seventy bucks. He sent in another twenty. Oh, one too. Wow. 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 Shout out, Gregory. Any comments in those? Nope. Wow. The, the silent, wow. Typical the silent Greg. Tipper. Wow. <laughs> keep uh, keep smashing that parent's credit card there, Gregory. <laughs> no, we we really appreciate <laughs> we really appreciate the support, uh, Gregory. And like I said, we typically get to super chats we in do. the third, but. I guess Gregory now gets the anytime super chat. Gregory's like maybe on a tier of his own at yeah, this point. Yeah, I think point. he is. I, I yeah. think he is. I think if any super chat is $50, that could be an anytime. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I, I think so. Pretty close to being the DMVR Broncos podcast presented by Gregory. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. Hey, speak to uh, speak to our, our yeah. people and maybe we can work something out. Uh, you guys have any other takeaways that you want to talk about? I have a takeaway. Yes. Mm. And I don't know if he was in for team periods, but I think this was the first day I saw Greg Dulcich catching passes during mm-hmm. drills. Am I incorrect in saying that? No, I think you're right. Okay. Uh, I, again, I, I didn't think I saw him on, uh, in live nope. or 11 on 11, but that was an encouraging sign. Yes. I it wasn't love a full that. KJ Hamler return, but I was like, oh, I don't think I've taken pictures of this guy yet. Yep. Yep. Totally. I'll throw uh, Montreal Washington out there. Yeah. He's... Okay. He's been solid. You know, he hasn't quite done enough on any given day to be like, okay, here comes the Montreal-Washington segment. But they had a great catch today. Probably 15 yards downfield, out route, beats P.J. Locke, just taps the toes on the sideline. It was so good. See, I thought he would be a roster spot that was purely a specialist but i think he's having a good enough camp where they're like he may just be a sixth receiver you know like and but i don't know i i don't know i don't know if that's like what they're looking at i think it's bad news for kendall hinton i know i I don't want to hear that for any fifth receiver that's fighting for that spot and i think it's kendall hinton if mantra washington keeps playing like this you're not going to count on him to be like your first backup and if you get to your fifth wide yep. receiver, you're probably in trouble right. anyways. But he's doing a really good job showing that he's more than just a returner. And honestly, my expectation for him this year, we're 100% returner. Yeah. Exactly. Anything else is, I don't believe yet. But now, he, he, I mean, he's playing like <laughs> yeah. a real wide receiver now. Yeah. He is. That's a really good point. Yeah. And and I, we've seen some like inside-outside versatility too. Yeah. Like I, I think he's probably a slot receiver if he does make it onto the field just because of his skill set, because he's more of a weapon when he's in tight like that. But 
that's a good little receiver out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't I maybe not this year, but at some point I think he's on the field not just as a returner. Mm, I I mean I was joking about it, but like uh, it is funny that he had a deep touchdown pass from Russell Wilson and KJ Hamler returns to the next practice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of right. like it, the route, especially on that yeah. play in practice was a KJ Hamler route. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like two out routes on the side and then right yeah. up the middle. Yeah. So, was I like, talking with you about this before? Like the idea that Montrell and it might've been Cody Rourke, but like you get damn, KJ back. Confused. Yeah. It's one of you guys <laughs> spent a lot of time talking to both of you today, but, uh, KJ Hamler, it's like he probably comes back and plugs right into that role that yep. Montrell's kind yep. of been filling occasionally. Yep. Or vice versa. Yeah. If there's a setback in the yep. knee or. Yep. Or they say, actually, we'll throw you in for Tim Patrick or Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy on this play and put yeah. you both out there. Or maybe you go four wide and have those little slot guys out there and mess yeah. around with them. Montrell in the backfield? Oh, oh there we oh go. My oh, my gosh. You're, you're starting to get <laughs> to the get point weird. where it's like, oh, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of different talents here. You can pair them all in different ways. Yeah, and, and one of the, I think the best thing about Montreal right now is the Broncos don't have to eliminate a KJ Hamler package or like start pairing those down. If for some reason there's a setback or something, they can start plugging him in because what is Russ supposed to be really good at throwing the deep ball? So you want to have that weapon there for him and KJ Hamler, or at least a threat of a deep ball. Exactly. And and KJ Hamler, I'm so glad he's back now, but he's still slowly working back. So Montreal can get those snaps uh, until then. And I have one more takeaway today. Uh, after they took the day off yesterday and the coaches watched film, mm-hmm. it was Quinn Minerts who got every single snap yes. at right guard today. Yep. Natani Muti was not able to break in there. So I'm curious if we see Muti move into there tomorrow or if this thing is going to be set and, and, and really Quinn Minerts' job to lose. Are you saying that 52 and 66 are now going to start splitting reps? I don't oh, know. that'd be a twist. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that'd be a twist. No, but I think you're right. And honestly, I, I'm not surprised. Quinn just seems like that guy. Yeah. Like, he just looks like he enjoys being a big offensive lineman and going yep. out and hitting people and blocking. Yep. Like, he's just a fun guy to cheer for. Yep. yep. And I, I don't think I've said this, but whenever I think of Quinn Miners, it's just like, yeah, it feels like a guy who's going to be a Bronco for a while. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. that's just. Hope. Just like there's your there's your right. guard there there's in the same guard. way that you know, Garrett Ball, Bowles there's your there's your center there like Lloyd Cushenberry like you could see it but you don't have like a mm-hmm. that feels like it's just right. locked in now you could get to that point here soon Reisner's probably kind of in that group for me I think that yeah. he is kind of your your guy there for a while but Quinn Miners does have those vibes and I think Natani Moody again the very talented I think it's solid fit for this scheme probably. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Again, like full contact, all that stuff starts right. tomorrow. Exactly. And that's, that'll be big. I would personally love it if this was their starting five yeah. and they didn't mess with it anymore. Unless one of the guys messes up and Moody earns his shot at that. But yep. the quicker they get this decided, I think the better for the yep. team. Maybe they did. Yep. Maybe they did get excited. Yep. Maybe we're seeing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe we are. And something that you can see right now is a free bet, or no, a risk-free bet yes. up to $1,000 over at DraftKings Sportsbook by using the code DNVR. You want to sign up soon so that you're ready to rock and roll once football season gets going. Of course, you can also bet on baseball. And one of the things I say this every single day because it's so true, every single day they hit you 
with a profit boost, with something to make it fun. You can also get in on same game parlays, which makes takes a boring baseball game to a whole nother level of excitement, something that you're looking for. And you can do that with a risk-free bet up to $1,000 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Use that code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restricted supply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And speaking of DraftKings, guys, Let's jump in and give our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Henry, what do you got? I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on this podcast yet, but I've got I've got futures bet that I really like. And usually so so the way that usually works is like you make a futures bet okay. and you're like, oh, this team's gonna win their division. And then three weeks later you look back and you're like, eh, I can still see it, but I don't think so. This one has been months and I'm still just like, yeah, this is gonna happen. Yeah. You can get forty five to one odds. On the Packers to beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. Mm. I think the Bills coming out of the AFC, wow. I really like. The Packers lost back-to-back NFC Championship games. It it really feels like this is kind of the year where they finally break through. Rodgers' off-field stuff is kind of over. Bills, I mean, you guys know the Bills. You see the case for that. But Rodgers kind of getting this last ring here against the Bills is... It's my, my vibe. Yeah, I love that bet, except for the yeah. fact that you forgot that Aaron Rodgers does not win a championship mm. games. So I like the Bills part. Uh, but Ooh. the. Uh, oh, because the Bills won't win championship games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, a great, that's a great point. <laughs> what do you got for me? I'm. So, you going, you, are, are, so are you going anti Bills now? Going anti Bills bet? Well. Yes, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I was going to go a different league. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am quietly a Yankees fan. Oh, I didn't. I don't know wow. if you knew. I, my, my dad grew up in New York, so we are pretty summers there. Uh, yes, I don't. I huh. I understand what people think of Yankees mm-hmm. fans, so yeah. I try and I, I not could be tell that, guy. that you knew that right away from <laughs> yeah, how you exactly, set that up. Exactly. Yeah. I used to hate Yankees fans, and then now at this point, it's like I. I, oh, I'm, you could convince wait, me. Wait like, till we win yeah. another one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not tied to the Rockies. So I saw this uh, bet on DraftKings, and I had to do it. It's called the Human Torch because Aaron Judge. That's exactly what he is right now. Oh. The Human Torch. Yeah. This guy. I don't know if you are watching. He is on pace to at least give Barry Bonds a run for uh, most home runs hit in a season. Makes me think he may be juicing, but <laughs> regardless, he's got like forty something. So the uh, the playing the playing the Mariners tonight. Yep. Got him to hit a home run, two or more hits, and two RBIs, and the Yankees win. Give me Ooh. that Human Torch. I, what again, are we What I'm are we looking at odds wise? That's plus four fifty. I'm I'm, okay. I'm all over it. That guy's okay. just yeah. he's just on one. And he is. Really the Mariners, is. come on. Yeah, yeah. I like so that. I, I like that bet a lot. I'm going to go kind of a similar route. Let's a uh, The week one revenge games is a little package DraftKings put Ooh. together. So it is the Patriots to beat the Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, it is the Chargers to beat the Raiders. Of course, the revenge yeah. uh-huh. there is I mean, the overtime game. I mean, yeah. And then it's the Denver Broncos to beat the Seattle Seahawks. I would also be. Couldn't there. you That's, argue that, that one seems... both ways? If Drew Locke starts, I guess, which might sure. be Sure, yeah, you could, but I think, I mean, DraftKings <laughs> just knows no one's going to 
picked yeah. Seattle in that one. It's true. Um, so that's plus 428. So it all should happen. I think bad. that's all going that's to actually, happen. Yeah. Uh, and so I like that one. And that's just another fun thing that DraftKings does. They, they put these together and, and makes it fun uh, as well. So check out DraftKings Sportsbook. And do we have anything else that we need to give a shout out to? Our friends over at Athletic Greens. Mm-hmm. Um, so what Athletic Greens is, is a powder that's packed with 75 vitamins and minerals and adaptogens and whole food source superfoods and all sorts of the really good things that you're supposed to have in your body but almost nobody in america does because we don't you know it's i do i had it this morning yeah did you get from mcdonald's probably that's oh no, you're athletic no, I, my athletic, <laughs> greens, <you're> athletic <laughs> greens. yeah exactly wait what was the mcdonald's shot <laughs> oh, yeah just saying like that's yeah, a, I, I may have mcdonald's as well. <laughs> preservatives because that's what we do here i love preservatives um i mean that that's how you balance out mcdonald's is athletic oh. greens yeah, I'm gonna try that. There you go. Yeah, it's like those. Science. It's better than like my girlfriend's smoothies because then you get like the good. It's like there's this part where it's like, except they're both better, aren't they? She should put the athletic greens in instead of the spinach. It, if you're listening. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Wow, what a great idea. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a good stuff. You just take a little scoop, you put it in the in the jug, you shake the jug about, you drink it, tastes good, get you all right for your day. It gives you energy, helps with your gut health. It uh, just makes you a bright person which is a good thing to be uh, so athletic greens go to athleticgreens.com slash broncos you'll get uh five free travel packs uh some perks like that and uh a year's supply of vitamin d is immune the other piece supporting Ooh. vitamin immune d. supporting there vitamin d yeah yep, yep. I, I can do it <laughs> athleticgreens.com slash Broncos. All right, let's hop into the questions from the people. We've got a couple Ooh. super chats to hit first. Kale, questions. who are we talking to? Z Reeves comes in and says, Ooh. "Ask Josie about that Iowa peaches and cream corn." Oh. I have no idea what he means. Uh, I think he's talking about the debate that we've had: yes. uh, peaches, uh, peaches and corn. Which one's better? And Iowa Josie's a Hawkeye. Or, right? yep, 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 yep. And he's an Iowa guy. I can only imagine he's going to say Iowa has better corn. I've heard he's an outlaw. So maybe he says Denver. Oh, or Colorado. I like that. I like <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming in from Brian Para. Uh, oh. Loving the lengths of the shorts today, boys. Hashtag oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, 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 they we're still right. weren't short enough for today, man. No, was, nothing was short enough. I uh, know. That was <laughs> hell out there. It and was then, hot. And then coming in from Peter Terranova. Sup, fellas. Love the new additions to the pod. Just wanted to pop in and say what's up. Weird question for Hang. For Henry, but I love the shoes. What are those? Oh. Wow. So my shoes. So the, the, the shoes I was wearing. This could they be a much shorter wrecked. story. They're good. <laughs> they're good shoes. But I wore them the night the Az won the cup, and so we like walk downtown. There's people shooting off fireworks. People jumping on my feet, and so they were dirty. Um, then also the home run derby. I wore those got dirt all over him so they were gross and i was like i don't have time to figure out how to clean shoes so i bought a new pair of shoes Ooh. these are uh from dick's sporting goods no free advertising though that was and free uh, advertising. and uh they're they say fly knit they yes, say fly nike good. fly knits they probably they put the labels I'm sure in there's some type of react now. nike react yeah yeah, oh, yeah. there's a little orange you know little yellow little green i figured because they're a little bit off-white they'll probably stay just a little bit cleaner mm-hmm. was the thought but then also 
I've been wearing so much beige recently, which you can see. It uh, <laughs> works well. Big beige I appreciate that. I like how yeah. Hank, what, Hank wanted a shoe that was going to uh, stay uh, stay clean, so he got just off white. Off white. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, already kind of looked great. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a smart. That's a yeah. smart play. Exactly. Right. Golden Goose, if you really wanted to like be feed into that. Yes. Yeah. They just come. Oh. They just come dirty. Also, um, has to accentuate my beige. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Which smiley face on the tongue of it too. I like that. Yeah, isn't that it's all it's all sunshine. Oh, the mouse of Nike. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, oh, wow. Wow. yeah. I think they charge wow. like thirty tree? bucks for that. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Jeez, I might leave a comment on your shoes. Wow, <laughs> I can show you the shelf. <laughs> all right, is that it for super chats? All right, we got some questions on the website over at thednvr.com. and the first one. Well, while I'm pulling it up, do you have it up, Hank? No, you, you don't have it up. I don't have it up, but I'm pulling it up right now. The Me first too. one is coming in from our friend. Here we go. Here oh, we go. It our is friend. Big. Oh, no questions. <laughs> it's, it's definitely our friend. Big Hank saying, he says, I'm the biggest egg guy. Also, Hank, if I lose my bet to you, I'll also drink a shame cocktail from one of my old shoes. Yes. Just to make it more interesting for myself. Love, Hank Stan. Let's freaking go. What bets do you have? Uh, that's the Melvin Gordon or Javante Williams more yards from scrimmage bet. Oh, I've got yep. Javante. Okay. I like it. I feel pretty good about it. I like it. Wow. I mean, Big Hank Stan just really upped the uh, ante for himself. He did. He got a cocktail out of his shoe. Yes. That is impressive. Yes. Can't get lower than calling himself a Hank Stan. Wow. Wow. Is it going down right now? Is there a fight? Next one from Samuel B. So he says, hey, guys, just got back from a family vacation. No, Thanks for all the content. It made my flights and trains more enjoyable. I was in London for a couple of days, and I absolutely love the city. You guys are going to have a blast there. On the food topic, I went with very low expectations but came out very pleasantly surprised. We ate on, on an, in an Indian restaurant and a pub. Both were really good. The fish and chips were awesome, and so was the curry. The only mm. dish I would not recommend are all the nachos. <laughs> my daughter wanted to order them, and they were yeah. really bad. Zach... Shakshuka, not to be confused with ch Chihuha, are an Israeli <laughs> breakfast dish done Chihuahuas. right. I bet RK would love them because Chihuahua. all the spices and flavors. Chihuahua. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, as I pronounced Chihuahua one time. I, wow, yeah. I missed that one. Yeah, yeah. If you've never seen the word, it may be. I, pre yeah. I prefer Chihuahua. Or yeah. It or it just, it, I mean, if you read it, it's Chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just go by how off it looks. Yeah, I believe that British nachos aren't great. Not a lot of British food is good. How can you mess up nachos though? Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, come on. You know too much about nachos. That's why it seems so hard to you. You share a border with Mexico. Like you're set, my guy. Like try to throw everything you know about nachos out of your brain, and then just. Zach, I need you to make me nachos, which is a plate of tortilla chips yep. with cheese on them yep. with some different sorts of like spicy types of vegetables and okay. stuff. You can put some meats on there, some beans. I can't emphasize enough how different my beans are from your beans yeah. as a British person. <laughs> exactly. And so you see how there's like some beans that, yeah. with goat oh, cheese okay. and like yeah. Yeah. spotted yeah. liver, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some spotted, spotted dick. dick. Yeah. Spotted dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely staying away from nachos. He also says one more thing. Shout out to Ryan Green for Let's the spotlights. Wow. Awesome new feature. Ryan has been a great addition to your team. I completely agree. Mm. Thanks for the spotlights. They're fun. In fact, yeah. we're getting one later today. Yeah, today's Ooh. good. I got some, oh. some 
good Heck behind the scenes yes, stuff. I really love it. Um, I can't wait to see that. Kareem Jackson made me dance today. Did I tell you? Wow. That? Yeah. <laughs> so it was during the red zone period, and the starters were off, and they were talking mad shit, dude. It was so fun to listen yeah. to them, but they were standing right by mm-hmm. the media. I look over, and Kareem Jackson is like dancing, and he's staring at me. And I'm like, so I like laugh because it's a weird dance. <laughs> and he's like, can you do this? And I was like, Probably not. He's like, try it. And then all of a sudden, the defense is looking at me. Oh, <laughs> like, all right, let's try it. I did it. I, I oh. probably embarrassed myself, but. Did they laugh at you? Um, yes, but I, it seemed like an approval laugh. Like, oh, okay. Uh, but I'm sure laugh. it was awful. Yeah, I wow. really hope someone got it. So I it was a weird dance. If anyone's going to get it, it would have been you. That's the tough You would have been videographing it. No, because it was not during shooting period. Didn't have my camera. Yeah, oh. that's true. I wish I had it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But yeah. First, uh, Ryan Green Jensen. I wish that dance. was on the spotlight. I can say that. KJ asked me to dance. <laughs> Pretty cool. Wow. Uh, he, he, made, he made me dance on Twitter a couple of uh, months ago. <laughs> Windy City Broncos says When there was talk of Wilson wanting to leave the Seahawks, it was framed as an issue of how he was used. Too much running and not enough cooking. As we look at the relationship between the Broncos that have established between Wilson, it seems pretty clear that the real issue or what the real issue was. As much as Wilson might want to make good money and win football games, he also wanted to be a partner in that with the team and the coaching staff. He wanted the office. He wanted his people. He wanted to say in what the team does. He felt he had something to bring to the team beyond his arm. The Broncos will put him in a good position to win but they also gave him a voice in what the team does there's a lot of teams with too many egos to do this i'm glad peyton and hackett knew what it would take to cook and did it i think it's a good point mm-hmm. uh and uh, essentially that's what you have to do with franchise quarterbacks yeah. nowadays mm-hmm. you have to give them what they want everything to whatever extent you have to make them happy with the money mm-hmm. with everything on the field with everything off the field and it's it's a lot easier when you're in the Broncos situation where it's like, yes, come in here and we will just give you all of these things. We've been dying for someone. Exactly. Like yeah. We're just like, yes, this is how this works. Come in and we'll do it. When you're the Seahawks and you draft him in like the third round or whatever, like he does not start as Russell Wilson. He starts as yeah. like some random guy and he's like, That's you got to build your way up. And those transitions, I could see how they'd be like, it's like, hey, Russell, we now want to give you an office. Like mm-hmm. we now want you to do. And so you know, just to be able to come in and be like, yep, superstar quarterback, top level, you get all those things, easy, done, and no drama. Yep. And that's, whether it's right or wrong, quarterback's a different animal. Yeah, you can do everything for him. Next one comes from asking from a friend. He says, I know I'm a couple of days late, but I'm catching up on pods this weekend. Zach was correct. There is not only an Olathe in Colorado, but it has its own strain of sweet corn, commonly called Olathe sweet, sweet corn. I grew up in Delta, about eight miles away. So in my opinion, Colorado is home to the best peaches and sweet corn. Just making sure our super producer, uh, uh, Kale, heard that. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. We also got another super chat that said peaches and cream is a variety of corn. Oh. Is it speckled? It like, is that be. what makes it peaches and cream? Hmm. You think that's what that Snoop Dogg song was about? <laughs> no, I don't, Hank. No, I don't. And I don't even know the reference, but I'm just going to say no. I, I really don't. I really don't think so. <laughs> Big Hank Stan chimes in again and says, Watson is a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Short yeah. and sweet. Um, six uh, games. Six what do you guys games. think? I mean, wow. What do I think? I mean, first of all, this is what I expected. Second of all, it's totally wrong. Like, yes. like, like, what are we doing? Yes. Like, like, how? 
in what world? I mean, we Four don't... civil lawsuits equal one game suspension. So guess, you should have uh, stopped after three, look, Deshaun. I, I, like, I, I don't. It's it's all over the place. Like, it's wild. Like people immediately were comparing it to the Calvin Ridley suspension. And you're like, yep. yeah, yeah, this looks absolutely yeah. ridiculous. But if you were expecting anything different from the NFL, that's on you. Yep. And they, they, it's it's just the the inconsistencies oh, yeah. with, with not just the rulings, but then also they did this one in a very different way where they let a judge do yeah, this, and, and the they... NFL was pushing for more. The NFLPA <sighs> wanted less. Why isn't every suspension handled the same way? I, whether I it's and, and just the cons- inconsistencies are what just blows my mind. And Albert yeah. Breer was talking about how like they judged it on. Five of the cases bring bought to the NFL. Not all of them. Just like five had been brought to the NFL, and that's what they decided. I. It was a big. I, it sounds like NFL PR, but like it yeah. was just it, not a good look for the NFL. It, yeah. Again, no. and no. I just don't understand. Like, we don't need to go down all these. There's 20 different ways you could say this is just dumb. Yes. And and there's you could take whatever path you want, but you just compare it to the other suspension. It'd be like, take the the number of games out and just like list. These last 50 guys who have been suspension, suspended based on what they did wrong. Just like, let's just go best thing to let's worst thing. Let's start with thing. the weed. Exactly. <laughs> the it's like, right? Yeah, so that feels right, like one right. game. It's like, what, what did Vaughn get suspended <laughs> for Six, smoking but, weed? Was he but wasn't that because he was tr- using dog pee or something? Oh, to, yeah. He cheated yeah, yeah, on a drug yeah, test. Yeah, 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 yeah. So about the same. As, but, it's like, as, yeah, as 24. But if you were to put like, these in yeah. order, you're just like, no, this... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And no, and it did, there's so many disgusting things to all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just another one is that he just signed a 250, no, 230 million dollar fully guaranteed yeah. contract, and he's losing 350,000. Yeah, and it was restructured, this. right? So yeah. yep. he could have like owed 11 million or something had it not been this new contract. And yep. So that yep. just sounds like way skeevy. And oh, it is. Just, it yeah. is. It's so awful it's situation. So slimy. Yep. It, it just. I don't know. They, there's still the chance that. Goodell comes out and he's like, "So we took, we have that information that they did, and now we're going to actually yep. do this, and then yep. go through whatever." And it's not yeah. over yet, but it is just one of those things where you look at it and say, six games is what we decided here. Okay, yeah. six is the number." Yeah, and it seems like everyone, probably outside of Cleveland, is thinking like, "What?" In the hell? I'm sure yeah. even inside Cleveland, yeah. like, oh, yeah. "Come yeah. on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on." Yeah. Next one from Big Tony. He says, "My boys, you're on a roll." A is also a letter. Since I missed commenting on Saturday's pod pick. Two pick two letters to catch up today. So we have A, S, and E. Hank, what are you thinking? What do you want to go with? Letters. So I mean, a T is a popular one. We need more vowels in that top word, though. Vowels are gonna be safe. So we should probably take one vowel and one consonant. O. Yeah, let's take an O. Okay, let's go O and T. You said. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go. Let's do O and T. Yeah. Two words. It's eight and then six. E is the last letter, and then you have in the second word blank blank A. Blank, hmm. blank, S. Yeah, I'd go O or R. R is a good... Ooh, want to go O and R? Yeah. Let's, let's go O and R. Let's do yeah. or. Wonder, or. Wonder why R. Ryan's like pushing that. for R. I like that. Who yeah, could guess? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing this like a game of Wordle. I'm just like... Oh, okay. <laughs> playing without money on this one. Uh, he goes on and says, My question for today, is Eric Sauber getting the number one reps at tight end, or does he just so happen to be getting the ball all these touchdowns while rotating in as a backup? That's all for today. Big Tony out. They're putting all sorts of tight ends in there. Yeah. Like, he's getting some chances. Again, we can't get into all the schematic things, but all those tight ends do different things. And so you put in who you need there. Sometimes you need multiple. Sometimes you don't. But but they seem to be working in all those guys with the first-team offense. Can yep. I make one observation? Absolutely. 
Salbert and Wilson seem to spend the most time with each other after practice. Mm. Every single time. And I'm over there because the autograph session. Yeah. But uh, Russ is usually over there with wide receivers working on some type of uh, yeah. red yep. zone routes and showing them all that stuff. And Salbert is one that he works with a lot. I don't know if I have missed other tight ends down there, but I know it's the receivers and yep. Salbert that are usually down there. Mm. So Eric Salbert. So I, again, it's, yeah. it's, he, he may have been a dark horse for a lot of people, but I would absolutely not be surprised if he is on the roster. Yeah, no, not, not at all. And today again, he had, I think two catches from Russ. Mm-hmm. So that chemistry pays off. Behan Bronco says, happy Monday, gents. I have one question, one observation for today. Question. How has Nathaniel Hackett's energy translated to this phase in the offseason? He seemed to channel it up into a super high amount of focus and drive rather than straight up hype, which I think is much more sustainable for a full season. Thoughts? I think that's probably fair. That's a fair. Like, he's always animated. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not just out there being goofy at this point because there's there's shit to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would say today we really got to see it because on the podium he still had so much energy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it wasn't joking around like he has in the oh, past. Was Th- like, this was the pissed off thing yeah. Hackett, which is still yeah. he's he's not a different person. Mm-hmm. It, and I was curious what he's going to be mm-hmm. like when he's upset. Yeah. But he was upset, still so much energy, mostly positive. Although he did say some things uh, against the offense. Yep. I think it's like how you would uh, explain a uh, like a pickup game if your friends just were not good at shooting that day like you know i'm sure you had fun playing basketball be like yo we shot like shit today like it was not good i don't know what we were doing and so yeah again i was always and i'm sure some people were more worried about it the friendliness aspect like okay you know can this guy get to be a hard ass and actually like does it work and i think you're right i think we saw it today where i'm like okay no he cares like these guys realize that he's just not out here trying to be friends with them like um, he, he cares and we heard some some of the guys have been talking about that sort mm-hmm. of thing like they're they're he is keeping people accountable yeah um was it i think it was kj today who might have no it wasn't kj who else was talking today uh dalton? on the podium yeah, yeah dalton. dalton that's who's that he was talking about it saying uh you know, it's like he'll call people out. He'll he'll say something's wrong. He'll start a, a meeting by pointing out missed throws or missed blocks or somebody taking somebody to the ground and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So it's not just like all happy, fluffy stuff. Right, exactly. Next one, or and then his observation is, I'm so glad the Broncos are relevant again because seeing the kind of content it allows DNVR to produce is truly amazing. The vibes, energy, quality of the pod are at an all-time high right now. I find myself grinning nearly every episode between the antics you guys get into and the high-quality sports journalism you provide. We can tell you guys are genuinely having a great time covering the team rather than trying to sell us on something that may or may not and definitely hasn't delivered up to expectations. I don't know if that made sense, but basically keep doing what you're doing and go freaking Broncos. Thank you so much, Behan Bronco. That means a lot. Yes, it does. Hell yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, and that's what we try to do. We we try to give you uh, uh, the best sports coverage while also just having a blast while doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier to do that when the Broncos are fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And final one coming in from Denver Rivals. He says, hey, guys, two questions today. Which day of training camp would be better to go to, this Friday or Saturday? I'm excited to go back to Dove Valley after almost eight years. My second question, since your old bar team is gone, who would be the best person to reach out to about scheduling happy hours, fundraisers, or other events like that? Either way, support Denver Rivals, and August means football is practically back. Paul Spencer? Yep, probably Spencer, Spencer or Perry. you know where to start. Yep. Help at ddnvr.com. <laughs> yes, help at ddnvr.com. Yes. Solve all of your problems yep, right yep, there. Yep, they'll get you in contact with Spencer. Yep. Um, and then his other question, I think I think this week 
Wednesday is going to be a down practice. I think tomorrow's going to be a lift okay, practice. Okay, because I was, I was yep. Hackett's rule of threes, I was like, does that mean yep. it's a Wednesday? Yep. Yeah. So I think tomorrow's going to be lit. I think yeah. Wednesday. Let's bring it back down a bit. Very lame. Okay. Yep. Thursday is going to be lit. Friday. Friday's going to be lame. And then Saturday is going to be lit. So I'd go between Friday and Friday's Saturday. Friday's going to be lame. Yeah. Would see, I'd, that just be one day? One day of what? Beforehand that was lit? Um, what? Because what? Today's lit. Tomorrow's lit. Yep. Then it's lame. Yep. Then it's then lit. lit. Then lit. Then lame. lame. Oh, no. See, lame. I was thinking lit, lit, lame, not lit, lame, see, lit. I'm, they're, I'm they're, on that side. They're not going to end on a lame practice. Uh, that's, that's a fair so, point. That's a yeah. fair point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And also with our media schedule, they've kind of given us a window of when practices are shorter and when they're longer. Oh, and I believe right. Saturday is a two and a half hour practice. All right. Oh. Then Saturday. I think Friday is an hour and a half practice. Oh, okay. go Saturday. There we go. Yep. Yep. So go Saturday. It's going to be fun. And guys, this pod was a lot of fun. Yep. Kale, do we have any super chats we need to hit on the way out? Nope. All right, there we go. Thank you guys so much for rolling with me today. Henry, Ryan, I had a blast. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube on the way out. And of course, Broncos practice tomorrow. We'll be here at 3 p.m. Have a great Monday. Flying cotton